Granddad Business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants? That is hilarious. Shut your mouth, dude. Rate and review this podcast or my daddy will go into a deep depression. Welcome to Grown Dad Business, guys. This is Aaron Kleiber. Hey, guess what I just did? I just recorded this entire intro without hitting record. Yep, it was on pre. That's right. So I don't remember what I said, but uh, that's fun. Well, right now I'm recording this in the hotel room, fresh off a weekend with this week's guest that I'm going to have, Brad Williams, very funny stand-up comedian, actor. Uh, You may know him from seeing him do stand-up. You may know him from his Showtime special, his hour-long Showtime special. There's not a lot of people that get hour-long specials on, you know, HBO and Showtime and uh, and even Comedy Central. It's a very, you know, limited list of people, and it's because he's that funny. And, you know, if you don't know who he is, we kind of talk about it a little bit. You know, he's a little person. He's a dwarf. And uh, now you're like, oh, that comedian Brad Williams. Yeah, you'll remember him. Super funny dude. Before we get into that, I just want to, you know, throw out, guys, my sponsor, PuzzlePacks.com. That's packs with an X, P-U-Z-Z-L-E-P-A-X.com, Puzzle Packs. You can take six packs of beer and have your own carrying case that folds up flat in your backpack or your fat purse, and you build it yourself without tools. You don't need to take a, a, a wet Coors Light six-pack holder from the place you go get your six-pack from you can take your own with you build it puzzle packs get it and uh on the side of it (laughs) yeah it has its own bottle opener and you can also get your logo for your business or whatever your family crest your dad's name your pap's name emblazoned on the side it's pretty dope um go to puzzlepacks.com check that out really cool product dads i'm telling you it's the (laughs) Um, dads have been telling me that these guys have been telling me that they're getting it. They're like, Oh, we heard of puzzle packs, dude, people are getting it and they love it. They're like, dude, I feel like, man, like you got these beers in here and it's got my name on it. You heck, make a cartoon character of your face and get it emblazoned on there. Just your smarmy dad face. Like, yeah, dad's about to get some drinking done in the game room in the dad cave. So go to puzzlepacks.com, uh, type in, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, is your coupon code. You're going to save a couple bucks. You are welcome. Uh, other than that, guys, you want to see me do some stand-up, check out AaronKleiber.com. I'm going to be all over the place. Uh, Wichita, Little Rock. I'm actually going there today. I'm there, guys. Wichita, Little Rock, Bloomington, the Comedy Attic, the Looney Bins in Wichita and Little Rock. And then at the end of the month in August, I'm just uh, hosting and emceeing some shows, and I'm on a comedy panel for the Pittsburgh Comedy Festival. If you're from Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Comedy Festival, 27th through the 29th. Um, check that out. And if you're also in Pittsburgh, guys, I will be on every Wednesday morning. Uh, I was on a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, last week. Uh, yeah, last week. But uh, when I get back from my road trip, I'm going to be on Jim Cren's morning show in Pittsburgh. That's q 92 you can listen to it on the Simple Radio app, uh, Q92 in Pittsburgh, Simple Radio app, or just 92.9, Jim Cren Morning Show. I'm going to be on there every Wednesday talking about grown dad stuff and uh, parenting stuff and just joking around with these guys. Very funny guys. Uh, Jim Cren is like, a, is like a big brother to me, one of the funniest comedians to ever come out of Pittsburgh. He's a legend of radio. I'm really happy that he's having me on to do that. It's really, really cool. But I'll be doing that every Wednesday morning. Uh, I don't know what time. I mean, I don't know between like probably eight and nine. Jeez, I don't know. But you can follow me on the, uh, you know, on the Facebooks and the Twitters, and uh, I'll let you know exactly when I'm going to be on every Wednesday. So check that out. And uh, yeah, the guest of the day, Bradley Billy D Williams. I, that's not his real name. I made that up. Uh, Brad and I, man, we had a great talk. Talked about some fun stuff. Did I already talk about that? I don't know because I did this intro already and I can't remember. But Brad, you know, very funny dude. Uh, we started talking a little bit. We found out both of us have DJed. We talked about that a little bit. We talked about his uh, sex education story, how he got the birds and the bees talk. Very funny. 
Uh, and uh, we talked about uptight parents and ripped on them a little bit. And uh, we talked a little bit about a really interesting, like I was kind of like, like blown away that uh, we talked about how, you know, Brad grew up as a dwarf and his parents, how they prepared him for that and raised him that and uh, to just, you know, be ready for that kind of life. And it's really fascinating. And I think it, it really uh, speaks to any parents that have kids with disabilities or a hindrance in their life. And it was really, man, it was really cool to listen to that. And uh, it seems like very encouraging thing for parents that, might have a kid that has something. And I think it's very applicable to kids that have anything kind of disability or hindrance in their life. It's really cool. We had a really good talk. Um, so check that out. Here we go. Also, hey, check out Brad Williams. You you want to go see him live. I'm telling you, bradwilliamscomedy.com. He also does an awesome podcast uh, with Adam Ray called About Last Night. You can check that out at aboutlastnightpodcast.com. Or just search, you know, Brad Williams or About Last Night podcast on iTunes. And as always, guys, thank you so much for rating and reviewing. Please keep rating and reviewing. I love you guys with all my heart. And uh, share it, retweet it, repost it on the grams. I love you guys. Enjoy my talk with Brad Williams. I know I did. And enjoy performing with him. He's a nutball. So fun. And, uh, oh, yeah, this podcast is uh, could be explicit. So I think I mentioned that before. I have no idea because I did this intro twice, uh, but it could be explicit. So don't listen to the podcast in your living room while your kids are playing or in your minivan when you're with your kids going shopping because uh, we'll say some bad words. Kids, bad words. Leave now. All right. Here's Brad Williams. Follow your heart. Boom. Uh, welcome to Grow Dad Business. We're here. In Toledo, in a hotel room right now, on the road, I'm with Brad Williams. Hello. Yeah. You uh, <laughs> you guys may know Brad. Uh, he has a Showtime special out right now. I do. Called yeah. Brad Williams Fun Size. Fun Size. Which, uh, uh, not, not, not to toot my own horn, but uh, highest rated comedy special this year. What? Yeah, I found that out a couple weeks ago. And that's people that have Showtime. Yeah, and uh, and, and I, I don't want to say who I beat, but they're, uh, they're guys that have sold out Madison Square Garden that released specials this year that I had a higher rating than. Well, I mean, I almost <laughs> sold out the Giggle Shack a couple weeks ago. So. Dude, the, gi- the, the Giggle Shack <laughs> is solid. Great mozzarella sticks. How funny is that? They really, they, they really kind of put you in the mood to laugh. Nothing puts you in the mood to laugh like mozzarella sticks and potato skins. <laughs> that is what the improvs and the funny bones have found out. I'm okay with it. I'm all right with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if, you guys, if you guys uh, have not heard of Brad Williams, uh, he's a uh, the dwarf comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very we, funny guy. Well, we have to say that. You know, We have to get that out of the way for the people that don't know me. So when I start talking about... Uh, growing up different. Exactly. You know? Like people are like, is he black? What's, <laughs> what's, why? Oh God, I wish. Uh, no, uh, if, if I were black, I'd probably already have my sitcom. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so I'm I'm a dwarf because it's it's podcasting, it's it's audio. I don't talk like one. You know, <laughs> <laughs> what does that even? What does that mean? You know, I don't come on the podcast and just like talk like this. I'm like, okay, we're gonna do some shows this week. Is that fake or real? Like, is that is that a oh, thing? Oh, this is actually my real voice. I I, I felt it. When I blow my other voice, see, this is my faked voice. Yeah, this is that's how your English accent you learned from Game of Thrones actors, right? Exactly. This or, is or like everyone on The Walking Dead. <laughs> this is like when uh, you see a black comic. Um, I think James Lipton told this to Dave Chappelle. Wow, I sound like a douche saying that sentence. Uh, D- James Lipton told this to Dave Chappelle, where James Lipton was like, "Now I've noticed that uh, African American comics do a white voice, so that means." You can talk like that all the time if you wanted to. And yeah, he said that to him? Yeah. I don't to, remember that. To Dave, to Dave Chappelle. And Chappelle's like, yeah, man. You know, whatever Dave Chappelle yeah, sounds yeah. like. Uh, and uh, But basically, yeah, but then I'd be faking it. I wouldn't be real to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I, I'm the exact opposite. That's a little voice, and then this is the one I fake. But the little people have a voice like that sometimes? Do they do. Oh, my God, they do. Uh, is, it, is, it like a, is it just like a physical thing that that's why yeah, that happens? Yeah, well, because like I have a type of dwarfism that's called uh, achondroplasia. There's over 100 different types of dwarfism. Uh, really? Yeah, because well, it's the genetic uh, disorder. It's actually yeah. a mutation. 
So because it's a X Men, dude. Goddamn right. Uh, yeah. Peter Dinklage isn't the only one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like when you have a mutation, there like there are some dwarves that are literally like their only type of that dwarfism in the world. Like there's like five of them or something like huh. that. So um, some little people like uh, this is this is my natural speaking voice, and uh, my type of dwarfism is the most common type, characterized by small arms, small legs, big ass, big head. Uh, that's me. Sounds like the hottest black girl I've ever met. Right? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, oh, and side side note, side note. Um, uh, black guys love dwarf women. Really love dwarf women. I'm gonna because learn. I gotta like, take notes. Because like you've seen my it's ass. Fascinating. Not, you haven't seen my actual ass, but like you've seen. I mean, I'm it, it's gazed. A, it's a big ass. Yeah. So, like, um, imagine like a four foot tall with that ass, and that you're, it, it, it's okay for yeah. you to be sexually attracted Flip to it. it. Yeah. Spin it, rub it down. Oh, oh no, damn, damn right. Uh, but like some little people have uh, smaller tracheas and smaller throats. Right. So, so that's when you have. So that's when they'll have the ones that talk like those gotcha. for real. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I don't have that. It's all. It's really interesting because, um, b- like I would talk to people on the phone sometimes, and they had never met me, and then when then when they meet me, like they had no idea. Yeah, because like I said, I don't sound like one, and uh, my voice is actually pretty deep. Uh, it, uh, it was ironically, uh, I went through puberty before like any one of my friends. So really? yeah, so I was like, I had I had this voice in like junior high, and like then all your tall lanky friends don't even have body hair yet. Yeah, so they talk like the guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, Brad, when are my balls gonna drop? Yeah, that, that, that's how they all talked, and then I then I had this voice. It was kind it, it, it was kind of cool. Like uh, that's why to pay the bills. Uh, by bills, I mean like just get money. Uh, back when I was in high school, I would uh, DJ. I would D- I would DJ for like other high schools. And yeah, yeah. I did highs. the same thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I DJ. What was your DJ name? I mean, it was just my name. But if oh no, it wasn't. But, okay, Don't lie to me. I had a name that I used a couple times. Okay. What was yours? It was DJ Double O. DJ Double O. Because I love James Bond. Wow. Back in the day. Okay. I thought it was like an Arn Anderson type thing where it's like <laughs> Double A. No, uh, that's Four a horseman. Not, no, that's a nice wrestling reference. Uh, my uh, mine was DJ Fourfoot. So that's, yeah, oh so there God, you go. Yo, what up, DJ Fourfoot on the ones and the twos? Uh, and, then and then they're like, we want to request a song, but the DJ's not up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they come up, like, oh shit, there he is. Man, there was one time I was DJing for a junior high. I must have played Fifty Cent in the club like eight times, and they wanted to hear more of it. It was insane. Like I, I'm like, All I right. think I was telling you, uh, I was mentioning like. Uh, just the songs from when I DJed from like 98 to 2008. There's uh-huh. songs in that decade that I just don't want to hear ever <laughs> again. Like you, Superman That Ho, please never again. Please, <laughs> I can't. Because doing like, dude, I did like like high school proms and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like urban schools. Right, right, right. Oh. Although, and then how weird is it when you're the DJ and you look out and – the the rapper saying things like Superman that ho, and now you're kind of older, so you're like, oh god, junior high kids are dancing to Superman that ho. Yeah, do they know what that is? Do they do they know what Dude, skeet 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 is? I I remember being in middle school dancing to Two Live Crew. Oh my god, like it, like booty hoes, like and we were like, this is awesome. Lick my ass up and down, lick it to your tongue, doo doo brown. Yeah. That was an actual lyric that yeah. kids dance to. Yeah, sixth grade. We're like, we're white. <laughs> this is fun. This guy talks fast. This is the most street we get. Yeah, and then like you can imagine just like the 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 teachers and the yeah. uh, chaperones just freaking the fuck out. But I I was in that point DJing probably like mid two thousands where it started changing dramatically. Okay. Like they were like, you can't play this, don't play this, don't play that, don't play right. this. So like the top eight at eight, I can't play five of those. I got gotcha. you, no problem. <laughs> so the songs that everyone likes, yeah. I can't. I mean, do that. I get it because this is before the time when, because um, now rappers will literally release, they'll release the album version and then they'll release the radio version. Right, 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 right. So when you have a uh, li- uh, Lil Wayne song, "Lick Me Like a Lollipop," yeah, some of those lyrics will change yeah. dramatically. And uh, yeah, here's the thing. So why? Why would they even do that? Like, if the clean song is the radio hit, just leave it like that. Street cred? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, the rep. Two different songs you can sell. I guess maybe. You know, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like every year the NBA 
releases some new jerseys like for the All Star game. True. And, like yep. the 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 Lakers, the purple and gold the, have like the third jerseys. Yeah, dude, have like all the time six and eight d- different jerseys, and that's just so kids buy them. Again. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all that is. Whoa, I like this song without cussing. Now I'm gonna buy it with cussing. Yeah, yeah. And they I'm can now rebel. buy it on their iTunes account with their parents' credit card, and they don't even pay attention. Oh, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. I see, like you're a dad. I'm not a dad, but right. Brad uh, is not a dad. I'm not a father. Uh, but I can't imagine being a parent now with the technology that's there. Like, yeah. like uh, your daughter's how old? My daughter's seven. Okay, my oldest. I mean, and I'm not trying to bring up anything like crazy or get you pissed <laughs> off. You're a comic. You've already thought about this. Mm-hmm. But like in four or five years. You have to sit down with your daughter and tell her, do not send pictures of your naked body to other boys. I'm cringing. Right? You have to do that. Yeah. How fucked up is that? I know. That, that, that that's a conversation you have to have. I, you know, I honestly feel pretty good at this point that I, I don't think we're going to deal with that. Okay. Well, you know, I, you know, you kind of got to start your kids early, just about respecting themselves and yeah. respecting others. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, my wife's a pretty good lady. Yeah. So, uh, okay, good, man. Yeah. I, I like, I can't imagine. I'm not, ter- I'm not scared of it. I'm scared more of other people. Just like when you're driving, you're a good driver. Right. You got to watch out for other people. Yeah, it's the it's the other kids that yeah. when the kids are saying, "Come over to my house," and yeah. the, and the, and the and there's my mom and dad are going to be here, but then that yeah. mom and dad are trying to be the cool mom and dad, so like, no, nah, do whatever the fuck you want. We're Been gonna there. go out. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Already? No, no. I mean, as a kid. Oh, okay. As a oh, kid, we had cool parents. Oh, okay. Like, oh, gotcha. you got a book bag of forties? Just stay in the basement. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, that's that's insane. Yeah, that's um, the, that's the kind of stuff you got you got to watch out for now. Yeah. It's like, I mean. When it when I was in junior high, I, I remember like the first girl to have sex like happened, and we all and we all knew about it. Right, right, right. And just knowing that that girl had sex, that was a trip, and yeah. everyone treated her differently after that. Yeah. So I can't imagine, like, because I know kids are dumb and they're mean. So if some girl sends a, a pic or guy like sends yeah. a, a picture of their naked body to the girlfriend boyfriend whatever and all of a sudden that gets around the school oh i don't even uh, uh, yeah, yeah it's I horrifying cringe. i cringe yeah. at that and yeah, yeah it, it's just that is terrifying to me so i can't imagine having a kid right now and having to actually sit down and have that conversation <laughs> it, right. it, it, it it used to be just the talk you're digging into my heart <laughs> oh hey we can change topics if no no want. that's i mean yeah no i mean it's just i just think i like i feel confident it's just it's really from the beginning yeah you know what i mean yeah it's just it's well hey that's a lot better than uh i learned about sex by my parents um buying me a book and i still really? i still remember this book it's called "What's Happening to My Body," book for boys, and uh, they, <laughs> yeah, they bought me that, that that for me like around eleven or twelve. And they just said, "Here, read this," and, and and like my dad just threw it at me and said, "Read this. Let me know if you have any questions." Yeah, and I remember, and but like in this book, there were like graphic drawings of sex and like ma- yeah. and like masturbating and things like that. Was it was it just Kama Sutra. <laughs> it pretty much. It was pretty awful. Now they look back at it and there was one passage that I will never forget. And this was in an actual book that you're supposed to give to an 11 or 12-year-old boy. Um there was a passage that <laughs> uh, it was all about it was all about masturbation and it was like, "Okay, masturbating is a normal thing. It's okay. It is natural if you want to touch yourself. It is also natural if you want to get a group of your of your guy friends in one room and all touch and all ch- touch each other or touch yourselves in front of another boy, I'm like, what? no, no, that's not. That was in the book. That was in the book. That you was. You grew in up in California, book. though, so <laughs> like, yeah, like I mean, what? they they wouldn't sell that book in Omaha. Uh, but it's so odd. Yeah, like like it was natural to just get in a room and be like hey uh yeah and it it has nothing to do with like homosexuality no absolutely it's like, not it's just like what friends yeah and what and how how, how, how does that conversation happen how, yeah. how, how do you bring that up what are like, you guys doing after school yeah want to get i in got room the and- new mario 3 and uh <laughs> let's get in a circle yeah let's get in a circle and uh take, play with and our raccoon tails yeah take take our dicks out what Dude, it was bad enough i felt uncomfortable uh, I had I had a buddy who had like the black cable box that yeah. uh, Spi- I, I had one. Yeah, Spice Channel came on after ten yeah. o'clock, so 
we would go over to his place on a, fr- on a Friday night, and all of a sudden there's porno on at 10.30. And I felt weird as hell just watching a porno with other dudes in the room. Yeah. Like, I and not, because it's very awkward to just sit there with a boner uh, w- w- with your buddy like standing three feet next to you, but like, then you thought of the book and you're like, guys, hey, I read in a l- piece of literature. Per- it's perfectly natural. <laughs> uh, yeah, I felt awkward as shit doing that because I just feel like it, it, at any point, uh, like you're, you're gonna turn to your to your other friend and be like, hey, next time, uh, turn the TV off. Same, yeah, same thing, but TV off. You know, like I, I just figured that would happen at some point. So. Yeah, it was, and, and and like you say, not a knock on homosexuality, just no, a knock no. on that that's considered some, like some normal, kind of like social norm. Right, right, right. Like everyone knows, you you don't get in a circle jerks until you're at least eighteen. <laughs> yeah, right. Like college, uh, college frat dude. Yeah, exactly. That uh, that's when that happens. Yeah, it, it it was very strange. So that's how that's how I found out about sex. And like, did I have questions? Of course I did. But I'm not going to come to my dad. I'm not, I'm not gonna walk up to dad and be like, "Hey, dad, this book says to jerk off in a circle with uh, my buddies Ryan and Rob." Is that is that is that something I should do? What if your dad was like, "I mean, <laughs> how good looking are Ryan and Rob?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen Ryan and Rob. That's they're strapping young that's boys. Pre- uh, that's pretty solid. I think that's a good that's a good a, good start a good for a, for an inner circle. Yeah, or like he said something like, "Well, yeah, I I did that. Like, you know, you yeah, you you, you know your cousin, <laughs> you know your uncle Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we used to do that all the time. Just hang out, jerk off. It was fun. Try to put out the campfire. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. Uh, that yeah, that's gonna be. The hardest thing ever if I if I ever have kids, which I want to, I I want to have kids. Uh, I I don't know how comics do it, man, because you know this life is not uh, conducent to. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I I joke on stage that it's like I kind of I was with my wife before I was kind of went into full entertainment. Yeah, uh, it's hard. You know, sure. and I've talked about it a bunch of times on here, but sure, but. Uh, uh, I, and I don't know about you. Maybe like these road gigs for you. This is like your vacation. Absolutely. My wife knows it now. Yeah. She's like, like if if things are crazy at home, like we have a new baby. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm busy at home. I'm running around. She's doing some stuff, and it's like it's just been a crazy week. And I'm like, hey, going to Toledo, and she's like, yeah. well, you need this. Wow. That's yeah. A, and I'm a, like, that's a damn good woman. You probably need this. Well, I get anxiety and stuff, you know. And yeah. she's like, well, that'd be a good couple days for yeah, you to yeah, recharge. Yeah. yeah. I'm like. That's solid. I love you. Now, when you go home, is she like, all right, you're home, so uh, kids are on you. I'm going to go uh, to the spa, or I'm going to go hang out. I think out, we're at a point where I, like, I, we don't have to like even say that. It's just kind of implied. Yeah, it's like I'll go home, and I'll play with the kids for a couple hours, or like yeah. we'll, we'll all go out and just you know kind of have fun. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's just like, okay. It is a lot easier when I'm home, of course. Like sure. I can, I can uh, wrangle one of the kids or just like get my son out of the room that she's in. Right, and that's yeah, that's probably a that's relief. enough. Yeah, I'm I do, sure and like I'll take my son. We'll go play like Lego Lego games on Xbox, oh, and sh- and she's happy. I think you just turned that off. Did you just turn that off? No, I didn't. no you did. It's still on. Uh, oh, the wire's getting funky. Okay, I I would imagine that nowadays it's almost like because before you just had to play with like blocks yeah. or like uh, weird action figures or something. Now it's like, oh, my son wants to play video games, uh, and dude, and, that, and that's considered parenting. Lego Batman. That's a great game. Forget it. That's a like, great game. That's what we do. Yeah. Is it like it's being weird? It's moving. Do you want me to hold it like that? Oh, does that uh, does that work yeah. better when I uh, yeah. do a nice little Texas tornado? Yeah, action? I just don't, I want to. <laughs> I don't want you, I don't want you to be all uncomfortable holding the mic. That's all right. I think I've, it's I've I think it's like when this. you tilt it like this gotcha. or something. Well, like uh, Lord knows we've done enough. My shows stuff is garbage and like crappy bars and uh, yeah. shitholes where yeah I've had to hold microphones like together. Like oh yeah! Dur- like during my set, like okay, yeah. I I I have to hold it at this part because if I don't, cord's literally going to fall out, and yep. now I have no power. So yeah, I've had I've had to do that a few times. Uh, so when you're talking about like uh, your dad and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. you you had a pretty normal upbringing, like yeah. parents wise. Yeah, two my, parents. What two what are your parents, parents like? Uh, parents are great. Uh, my mom and dad are still together. Uh, weird, right? Like, <laughs> like our family. I was the weirdest thing in the family, being a little person. Yeah. Like that, like because we had mom, dad, 
Dad worked. Mom was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, I have one sister. We had a dog. Like that. Like we were the Cleavers. That's yeah. it. It, it, it. Except for the dwarf kid. Yeah. Like, and that's that, there's not. It doesn't run in the family or anything. Nope, How does that work? Not one. Uh, like I said, it's it, just like a roll of the dice kind of thing. Uh, it's a mutation, so um, it can happen randomly. It's also yeah. a recessive gene, so it can just kind of okay. hang around and then all of a sudden pop up. Right. And uh, apparently like that's twins. what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just I, – and I've done the research, man. I've gone back four or five generations. There's yeah. none. It's none. Crazy. And then I just popped up. Um, but – and I, and I kind of talk about this on stage right now where – my parents had a very mature way of uh, raising me uh, as someone who's different is yeah. because they made the attitude – they instilled the attitude in me of you should never make excuses for yourself. You should huh. never like uh, – you should never use your dwarfism as a crutch, uh, even though now I do it on stage. What's up? <laughs> I uh, know. I made a she, whole career of it. Jokes. Uh, they can't. They can't be hacked if I'm the first one to write them. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's it, they just instill like I played hockey as a kid, and I know we kind of talked about that in the green room. Uh, they put me in a bunch of different sports, bunch of yeah. different activities. Like the only the only thing that was different is that uh, you had to spend a little more time to get the uniform together. That was that was <laughs> like when I like when I was in Cub Scouts. Oh man, that 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 little Cub Scout uniform that was hard to fit me because I had like I had like a 22 year old. Uh, uh, rap diva booty inside <laughs> of like a of, of like a three year old frame. So yeah, that was kind of hard to fit. But um, yeah, that was about it, man. It was uh, it's it, kind of it's cool how your parents just kind of like challenged you in that way. It was the best. They yeah. they, they would never let me use it as an excuse. They, yeah. they it would never. Now they didn't do the thing where they're like, uh, well, no, you're just like everybody else. No, I'm not just like everybody right. else. And they let me know that. There's certain things I, I wouldn't be able to do or would be more difficult for me. But they prepared me for that. Yeah. And uh, like I say on stage, my dad knew that I, that I would be bullied in school. Mm. So what he would do is he would bully me first. Make Really? Me, oh, yeah. That's an absolute really? true story. He would totally bully me. But he would do it in a way where he would make fun of me. And then he would tell me, okay, now hit me back. Because yeah. this, this is what's going to be like on the, on on the playground. Some kids going to make fun of you. Yeah. You're are you going to cry about it or are you going to hit him back with something? That's what you got to do. So yeah. I so like he would like randomly throw out an insult and I would have to like come up with something right back like boom just yeah, like snap yeah. back and hit him. As, I mean essentially he was training me to become a comic. Yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because now there's like I, I always like when people throw shit out at me and they're and I just kind of look at him like. You really think I haven't heard that before? Never. You right. you brought up a you brought up, I'm a 31 year old man who's been a, who's been a dwarf my entire life. It's not it's not like this was a career move. Not like <laughs> at age 25 things weren't working in show business. And then I said, "Fuck it, let's try the let's try the." Mini no. Um. So when when you yell out in the audience like, "Hey, where's your pot of gold?" Oh, you don't think I've got comebacks for that? You don't <laughs> think you know what I mean? I it, I'll make immediate snap judgment. I'll look you up and down, see what see what I can pinpoint on, and I'll just exploit that shit yeah. out of that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, there was one time where uh, uh, one guy yelled out, Where, "Where's your pot of gold?" And he had the uh, he had the fattest, ugliest wife I have ever seen in my entire life. Yes. So he so he yelled that out, and, and I said, "I'll tell you where my pot of gold is if you tell me where the trough is for your wife." <laughs> and Oh my god, he was pissed. But it's like, dude, you throw that at me, I'm throwing back like it, 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 it's the old yeah. uh speech uh it's the speech from the from the Untouchables where it's like he brings a gun, we bring a shotgun. That's the yeah. Chicago way, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to do a bad Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. But uh like yeah, the the and and that's sort of a key for any young comics listening to this is you have to when dealing with a heckler your response has to be slightly more devastating than theirs. Yeah. It can't be. Yeah. Where's your, it, 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 it's it, a bigger, better game. Yes, that's, that's all. It, but you, but you can't like if someone comes at you with a slingshot, you can't throw an atom bomb at them. Yeah, right, right, right. Because then the audience yeah. freaks out. Like if someone escalation of force. Right. If someone looks at you and. It just is, is talking a little too loudly, like, "Oh, that was funny." Don't you remember that happened to me and you? And you can't just scream, "You're you're a cunt! You're yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. cunt!" Like you can't, <laughs> like you can't do that. Uh, yeah. You can't. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of like I have to slowly just say, "All right, what what did they throw at me?" And then throw it a little more. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and also, I've noticed that uh, audiences don't like the angry dwarf because then because yeah. then they feel sorry for me. Yeah. So I immediately have to do a joke like that, but then I have to smile. Yeah. 
I, I, I told you the same thing the other night is that people don't like the angry dad sometimes. Right. Because they're like, if they had a dad that yelled at them, they're like, I don't like this guy. He hates his children. Yeah, exactly. So, I, you know, that's hard. Yeah, so you, so you have to balance that. So, uh, yeah, like if I, if I was on stage just ranting about how much life sucks as a little person, then uh, the the audience would look at me and be like, well, what, but just so his life is horrible. Now I'm feeling bad. Now yeah, I'm feeling yeah, yeah. sorry for him. So you have to do a couple of those jokes, yeah, but then also, I'll always smile and always come back with, but my life is great because right. of... X and then right, 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 and then and, and then they kind of get the idea. Yeah, I thought it was it's interesting, like because uh, I know one of your jokes talks about how your dad like teaching you to kind of like go back at people and things like mm-hmm. that. It's so different now with yeah. these pamper kids. Yep, I've, it's so and it's I'm old school like that too. When I heard you do that joke, yeah, about along those lines, I'm yeah. like, yeah, man, like, yeah, you can't, like, God, like people holding hands and leashing their kids and like. Stay right. away from here. Stay in- I, and, and I don't, I don't get what happened because it's making weak people. It's very weak people, and and you're kind of seeing that with. And I mean, who knows? Maybe this is going to be a little too out there, a little too conspiracy theory, whatever. But uh, I'll go for it. You can you, you can tweet me and say I'm an idiot if you want. <laughs> uh, I think that this whole um, lawsuit generation, where yeah. everything's always a lawsuit, where yeah. Like oh I I slipped or like oh I got into a car accident. Your thought, your immediate thought now isn't am I safe? Am I okay? Your immediate thought is oh how much can I get for this? Oh yeah. Like and I I think this is this this we're seeing the results of coddling the kids too much because now when you when you do that you create your the perfect world for your child the yeah. perfect ideal world where nothing ever goes wrong nothing bad ever happens nobody ever dies nobody ever gets sick no uh, no one ever does anything bad so then when something goes bad people just freak the fuck out they don't know how to respond to it it's the whole like the dj said something that offended me the yeah. comic said something i'm going to write on twitter i'm going to get yeah. because it used to be I mean, granted, we, we we didn't have a form for these kinds of things, right? So, if you saw something on TV that pissed you off, you'd just be like, "Oh, wow, um, I'm not watching that show anymore." Yeah, and you just didn't watch that show anymore. Yeah, now, there's there's a balance. There is a balance as a parent for sure. Yeah, now you have to get on Twitter and you got to get on Facebook and you got to start a group to get to get the oh, show God. T- taken off the air. Yeah. You you, got, you you have to take people's jobs yeah, away yeah. from them. I mean, I there is a balance. I had an incident happen like that. Like, there's certain things like you just don't let your kids watch it. Like, yeah. like my. My kids love superheroes. Yep. We don't like my son's four. I don't let him watch Avengers yet because right. it's, it's you know and Guardians of the Galaxy got some things that I don't want in his lexicon of sure. language. Absolutely, a little too violent. Yep. I don't want my son running around punching the baby. Right. Um. But there was one thing I was performing at a at a uh, at a place. I'm just leaving it at that. They're <laughs> wonderful because they're it's a it's a great place that I perform at a lot. Okay. Uh. But it was a larger hotel kind of place yeah and they have a swimming pool with a dj mm-hmm. and the dj plays juicy right by biggie yeah. unedited oh wow if you don't know now, now you, you know, know. Yeah. over and over yeah and i just walked up to one of the girls i'm like hey um could you tell the dj to turn this off yeah because i don't i honestly i don't i don't you know and, and for a second i'm like oh i'm one of these parents so i'm like no I don't want my children to know that word right. at all. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. And, like I don't uh, I don't want them to Oh my gosh, do you know how much my heart would break oh. if my 7-year-old daughter says, "Daddy, what's this word?" I'd oh be my like, "God." Oh god! Like, I don't even want it in. I don't want it no, in your you don't world. Want it in 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 the lexicon, and no. it's it's my one kids don't thing. know black and white. They're yeah. just kids. They're just kids. It's one thing if you brought your kids into a Vegas nightclub, right? Like, that'd be like right. then you would be a dick. But it, a family swimming pool area family with a swimming pool with a shallow end for babies, right? <laughs> Come it's on, like, that's literally all right. Hey, play some Rihanna. You could even play some Rihanna. At uh, S and M, because they literally don't know what that is, right? So it's fine, and like, but when it's just like, I mean, that chorus, you know, I I've listened to that song a lot. I love yep. Biggie, yep. But man, when you hear it in front of hundreds of children, oh, you man. hear how many times that chorus it just sticks out. If to you, you don't know, now you know, over yep. and over. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, yeah, and and so yeah, you like you try to protect your kids, you try to guide your kids, and overall, but that, but but like I said, that's a spot where you thought, okay. Hotel pool. They've got a kiddie pool. They've got uh, a, an ice cream sundae bar. They know what kids like. So this is for kids. And you go up and you hear that song. That's 
that that that's something different. That's not the. Uh, I was watching TV at eleven thirty at night, and this show said something offensive. Oh, that's so now bananas. I, I I had to get this show taken off the air. Yeah, like and and even now with all the technology, there's guides. Yeah. there's ratings things where you can adjust. Yeah, it. absolutely. And it's there's fine. a there's a there was a thing like a couple months ago about how after an eight thirty show, like How I Met Your Mother, right at nine o'clock, like CSI had a dead body, and I'm like. Why is your child sitting there watching How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, like what? The, don't they have anything else to do? Go play Minecraft. Yeah, do like, do, do that. That's a, that's a little better. Like, and even How I Met Your Mother, while while being kind of sing songy, it's kind of like Friends, where everyone in that group is very promiscuous. Yeah, but and, it's still it's like what your five year olds just sitting there like I'm gonna watch my shows. Right. Well, like, it, what? It, 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 it's it's the laissez faire type parenting where it's like i don't want to actually have to do all that work yeah i don't want to have to actually it's uh, work man screen everything that comes in the house i want it all delivered to me in a nice easy package and it's it's like dude it already is nick jr is on now all day yeah we we used to have it to where nick Nick jr was only on for a a couple hours yeah it was like two hours in the morning or something yeah 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 and that and that was it now it's just the whole network yeah there's there's a network for babies there literally is a network for babies i know yeah oh i know yes i got that shit running all day done and so there so there's that okay so if if you're watching prime time yeah uh, like even on even on one of the three or four major networks, some stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, deal with it. Just yeah, be, just I mean, and now with your on demand and your DVR, there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse. Also, like I'm, the, my wife and I are the parents who are like, why aren't your kids in bed at nine o'clock? <laughs> they're yeah. four. Yeah, it's like <laughs> no, they should be in bed. And out. then they're the parents that are like, our kids are crazy. They just won't nap. Well, you keep them up. Right, like that's the thing, anyway, you're con- you're constantly. Trying I don't want to get angry emails try, from try, parents. Yeah, you're you think you're better than me? Them. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's. I mean, but it's work. Yeah, uh, but also you put the work in, and at the same time, I think as a parent, you you have to hope and think that you're better than other parents because, or else, why are you raising the kids? If, if yeah, if, if everyone else is a, is a, well, is a better it's, parent it's like you. anything. It's like you see better comics and you're like, you know what? What do I got to do to be as good as them? Right. Like, gotta, what do I need to do? Yeah, I got to step my you know? game up. You I see, would you see parents that are like, you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. Okay, noted. Yeah, and I'm sure you've run into parents of kids that are like, oh wow, how did, like it, it's like seeing a dog that at like a, a less than a year old all, all, already knows sit, stay, yeah, yeah, yeah. lie down, shake. Yeah. You're like, how'd you get him to do that? Like yeah. you know, if, 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 if the kid ever comes in and goes. Mm-hmm. Mother, it's eight thirty. I believe it is time for me to go to bed. You're like, how? Did, how, how? Sorry, Brad. Where are those parents? Oh, nice. <laughs> I tell a joke about how my daughter is very like she is like a regal princess. She's that's great. She's like um uh she is up at like six in the morning and she's like w- working on a third grader mathematics workbook. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I just couldn't sleep any longer. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. What's wrong with you? I mean, I mean, but keep going. Yeah, I'm not going to stop you because yeah. uh, this is going to get you a scholarship yeah. and uh, your college money is going to all yeah. go to mom and, and daddy's vacation to Bora Bora. I always uh, I always throw a, like a V up to my wife. Like my daughter's being real like smarty, mm-hmm. you know, and my, my wife's like, oh, like, oh, you know, you're, she's being so like – and I just throw up a V, and I'm like, valedictorian, <laughs> let her go. Let, dude, let her yeah. happen. Like, yeah. you, you, I mean, there's – Let uh, her question everything. Yes, let her do that. There, there's that old, yeah, let her be annoyed by stupid little things. Yeah, there's that old Bill, be a CEO. Bill Hicks bit where he's sitting in a Waffle House reading, and the waitress comes up and goes, what you reading for? And he just kind of yeah. looks up and says, so I don't end up at a Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> So like yeah. when when your kids are like waking up doing math activity books at yeah. six thirty in the morning, you don't stop that. You don't get no. in the way and be like, no, you should be out uh, frying ants with a magnifying glass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't do that. You just kind of let them go. Hell, I used to wake up at six a.m. every day as a kid, but I would just come down and play Sega Genesis because yeah, I mean, yeah. hell, uh, Doctor Robotnik needed to be defeated. <laughs> And uh, no other kids in the neighborhood were going to yeah. do it. I, ha- I had to do it. So <laughs> that's why I woke up early. But hey, if you were doing activity books, fuck yes. It's the best. See, and it's just like, so that, that's the one spectrum. But I love, I think I think that speaks volumes to a lot of parents where if if their kids have some sort of challenge, like the way your parents kind of sure. made you that way. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's well, awesome. Yeah, the thing is, is you can't ignore 
what like if your child is born with any sort of difference whatsoever, you can't ignore it. You can't right. just be like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking? No, this doesn't exist. My child is fine. My child is just no. Like your 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 child is fine. He or she is okay." But it doesn't mean they have to go through life not acknowledging the fact that they have this condition or they have a cerebral palsy or right, they right. have a down. Like, no, you have to right. acknowledge it. Yeah. It can be overcome. They can they can lead amazing, wonderful yeah. lives. Uh, like, it's not a death sentence by any means. Uh, but you just can't – because, man, I would run into these parents um, – because there's these things called dwarf conventions, yeah. which, yeah, those exist. Uh, oh. Over a thousand dwarves in one hotel uh, for LPA, Little People of America. And, uh, well, first of all, they're just an excuse to hook up. That's all it is. Yeah, but, dude, uh, I it. like, I would see <laughs> these parents of these tall parents of dwarf children, mm-hmm. uh, like, they weren't allowed to do anything. And, they, like, mm. and, and I was running around, and then I saw the, the kids. Uh, that had dwarf parents yeah. that are like okay, but they but they know so like oh, yeah. they know so they know the capabilities of their child. They know what they can and can't do. So they're just like yeah, fuck it, go go do whatever yeah, you want. Right, go in the pool, it's fine. You know. Yeah. Uh, whereas the other the a lot of the other parents were like, no, my child can't go in the pool. Just without- shield them from this like right. And then what are what kind of people are they? And it's it doesn't matter what kind of like what thing you have or whatever. Just any kids, you're right. Yeah. It's like you shield them so much. It's like when they're twenty and some shit hits the fan. They're not. What are they gonna do when someone says no to them for a oh, first time? Yeah. When a relationship goes wrong. Yeah. When a job. When they don't get a job. When they get fired from a job. When uh the when they don't get the promotion. They're not gonna know. <laughs> All those stories about parents going in with their kids to job interviews or college admission meetings, oh, stuff like that. That's awful. It's like what? I, I like. I mean, I mean, I can't really talk about that too much because as a semi-intelligent dwarf child, every school wanted me. <laughs> They're like, "Holy crap, we could put him on the brochure." Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he That's is funny. going on the brochure. You are cover model material. That's yeah. freaking. Great. So yeah, like yeah, like I went to USC for three years. Um, and then, and then dropped out to do comedy. Great conversation to have with the parents. Uh, you know, but, uh, overall, um, I would see kids like that, that have the parents come in and that they would write their, uh, application letters and uh, essentially do it all for them. It's one thing to help. Right. It's another thing to just say, hey, you go out, have fun at the movies. I'm going to sit here and write your essay to get you into Notre Dame. Like, that's, mm, mm, no, that's don't do bananas. that. Yeah, don't do that. So, and, and, uh, and it's not easy. I'm not, well, we're, we're, I mean, I'm, an, I'm not a dad. So there's, I really yeah. have no, uh, no credentials to talk about this kind of stuff. But there does have to be a, a, a happy balance of, yeah. yes, protect your child. Yes, love your child. Yes, keep the evils away. But you got to let a little evil yeah. in. Just, a little, just yeah. a little evil in. You got to have it happen a little bit. You're right. right. They, ha- they, have, they have to know that life is not yeah. always going to work out for them. And uh, once they have that attitude, then when it doesn't work out for them, they will know how to recover. They will know how to bounce back. And they will know how to pick those up, uh, pick others up around them. Who yeah. have who didn't have that upbringing? Yeah. So yeah, just let the right amount of evil in. That's na- that's the name of your next comedy album. Let the right <laughs> amount of evil in. Done. I love it, <laughs> dude. That's uh, I I think uh, you know, uh, people are like, I don't know if I could do your podcast. Like, I'm not a parent, but like, I think that's such awesome insight. Just the way you grow up, like that right. with your parents. That's well, because awesome. yeah, thank you. And I I just knew how I was raised. I knew how I was raised. I saw how others were raised. Like. The craziest part was when I would see we uh, like average sized kids, like yeah. norm, like normal kids, them being coddled way more than me. And it would right, be, and it would be like my parents are like, yeah, yeah, you have you 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 have a bowling ball on top of a pencil neck, <laughs> but you can go out and play hockey. And then other parents yeah. are like, no, it's just too dangerous. So yeah. we're gonna I, I'm gonna enroll him in piano, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, and, yeah. and 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 things like that. So that was always interesting, and that's how I gained some other insight into parenting in terms yeah. of. Seeing parents cuddle their able-bodied child, like yeah, your your your, your kid can yeah, take a punch, crazy. you know. Yeah. Or um, the best was when some things would happen in school where a kid would make fun of me, I would make fun of the kid back, and then all of a sudden it'd be this whole thing. And then the the kid who made fun of me, their parents would have to come in and be like, that that child is a menace to my child. It's like you're admitting. That the little person kid 
got the best of your kid and you're and you're like fighting for authority figures to punish the dwarf kid yeah really you want them to punish me i think god did it enough like <laughs> i think I, I think he did it and now you're like oh my god like um I I remember some stories like that where where parents just be like that that dwarf child is a menace. It's like no, your kid's a bitch. Your, your, your kid is a damn. Yeah, yeah bitch. your kid's a jerk. Yeah, like and don't get me wrong, I would see it the other way because uh, I wrestled in high school and there were some times when I would beat normal yeah boys. Like I was in the hundred and three pound, hundred and five pound weight class. So the only other people that were in my weight class were like these tall string beans. Right. And like I'm low, compact, low center of gravity, mm-hmm. large muscle mass, and not a lot of area. So I would take these kids down, and these dads would just Ugh. flip because they'd be like, my son was defeated by a dwarf. Uh-uh. And the next time I saw those kids, they were bulked up because their dad was like, fuck this. No, you're going to the gym. Like you're getting... and, and while that scared me because now I now had to wrestle them again, it, it, yeah. it also – like all, it, it kind of inspired me. Like you know what? Yeah. See, that's the way you do it. You get yeah. defeated. You say that's not that's never going to happen to me again. Right? You, you go. You go to the gym. Absolutely. And no, no matter what that is, whether it's going to the gym and getting bigger, whether it's taking an online course, whether it's yeah. uh, learning a new skill set, uh, or just just improving your life in some yeah. way, shape, or form, and then coming back and then triumphing. By the way, there's no better feeling than that. When yeah. that when you do that, when when you get knocked down. Not to quote the great philosopher uh, Chumbawamba, right. uh, but when you get knocked down and then you and then you get back up again because they're because ne- they're never going to keep you down. Yeah, uh, that is that is the it's greatest true. feeling in the world. Yeah. So if you get knocked down and then your parents come and coddle you and protect you and be like, no, you should never be knocked. You're never going to have that feeling of overcoming, and you're never yeah. going to have that mindset of I can apply this. I can I I can come back bigger, stronger, faster, and you're never going to want to put in the workload uh to to yep. to, to, to uh make that accomplishment yeah so yeah basically what i'm trying to say is uh if you have a kid um just let him wander around don't even watch him just like sit him i out, love it man set set, set 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 him out in the backyard yeah uh 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 give him a gogurt and and <laughs> and you're fine <laughs> i love it i i try to encapsulate like what we were taught what we've been talking about and i would say it's something that i think about a lot is that so basically it's you know Taking a perceived weakness and yeah. making it a strength. Absolutely. That's, that's a huge thing. Yeah. And I, I, I'm 100% for that. Oh, and, uh, uh, and I, I know we're wrapping up, but um, one thing, I remember I asked my dad one day. I, 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 it, was a, it was a particularly hard day at school. Either I got picked on a lot or I didn't make a team or something like that or a girl turned me down. I, I forget what it was um, individually. But uh, I came to my dad and I said, Dad, is there anything good about being a dwarf? And that's a hard question for a dad to hear. That's a um, yeah, man. You know what I mean? And here's what my dad said. He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "Everyone remembers you. Everyone. People awesome. walk into a room, and everyone hopes that they can be memorable. That they can leave an impression. That that everyone's going to leave that uh, meeting, that party, that outing, going like, oh yeah, Bob. That's that, that's the guy.'" Yeah. He's like, you don't have to worry about that. Everyone is going to remember you. And now, there's a downside of that. You can never commit a crime because <laughs> everyone's going to remember you. Yeah, that, you, you commit a sexual assault on a dance floor. Oh, that, gonna, yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh, lineup is going to be ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. But, yeah, everyone remembers me. So, and I'm in show business where yeah. I've, like, people have come and see comics that destroy that kill and then they they leave the building and then they don't they can't remember 100 true they can't remember what the name of that comic was yep. and you know that more than anyone as as a feature act yep they go who's that feature like who's that middle guy he was really good okay yep. and then and then they don't know no one ever does that with me that's no awesome one ever does that with me they walk out and even if they only know me as the dwarf comedian whatever they're still just right? me like it's, right? like if you Google dwarf comedian I'm guessing a pic- my my picture shows up. I'm I'm pretty sure. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and so that's the thing that my dad always instilled in me. That was like, no, you're always going to be remembered. Your people are always going to know who you are. If they see you and don't see you again for eight years, they're they're going to be like Brad Williams. Like they're like they're wow. still going to have that name right in their head because they're not going to meet too many like you. Yeah. And uh, so I, I thought that was fantastic. And I and I walked around knowing that, having that, having that huh. bit of knowledge, and it re- and it really helped. So there's another example of taking a perceived weakness yeah. 
and turning it into a strength yeah. and uh, seeing how something that many would consider to be like a crippling thing right. and turning it around. So now you can use it to your advantage. Now I know that when I, if I, I mean, if I had a real job and I had to go for a job interview, no one's going to just, I'm never going to walk out of a job interview and have them go, who is that one? Brad, who, who, who is that guy? Yeah, yeah. No, they know exactly who I am. So wow. that's the best, man. And uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's a blessing in disguise. It's, it's uh, something that we uh, discovered. And uh, uh, props to my dad for uh, pointing that out. That's amazing. Well, thanks, dude. Uh, so pimp, pimp you, man. You pimp got a, me. You got a podcast. I do. I have, an, I have a podcast called the About Last Night Podcast. I do it with Adam Ray. We've had guests like Dana Carvey, Ke- uh, Kevin Nealon, Melissa McCarthy, Dan Cook, Whitney Cummings, uh, Bob Saget. Jeez. Uh, uh, we, we had Doug Ellen, the writer creator of Entourage, on, oh, on, nice. on the week that Entourage opened. It was wow. nuts. Uh, we just had Steve on. So, yeah. It, it, we, My dude. Yeah. Oh, Steve was great. Yeah, he's got some great stories. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, for all my tour dates, go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. Do you, uh, do you know anything specifically where you're going to be in August? Ooh. Uh, I know this is the toughest comedian question yeah, for a comedian. Yeah, hold on. I will literally. <laughs> One second. Talk. Dude, pimp, pimp your stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I always pimp my stuff. But, uh, guys, please uh, rate and review. Of course, uh, go to Brad's podcast about last night, right? Yep. Is that a, is that a Renee Zellweger or is that your podcast? What? <laughs> I thought it was like about last night. I was like, am I? Is that a Renee Zellweger movie or is yeah. that the actual name? You're okay. It is yeah, your podcast. It's the name of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, your mic is getting all okay. Choke up on here's that. here's where I will be in August. Uh, Marietta, California, uh, August 7th through the 8th at Aces Comedy Club. Aces. Co- uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, Chuckles Comedy Club, August yeah. 20th through the 22nd. And then Virginia Beach, Virginia, August 27th through the 30th at the Funny Bone in Virginia Great Beach. Great club. Yeah. Those are my August dates. Nice. Uh, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah, come on out. Follow me at Funny Brad and follow me on Instagram at Brad Williams Comic. And yeah. I believe that for me. That's it, brother. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, buddy. That was fun.